broadcasting live on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota, and in the evening on WCPT 820, Chicago's Progressive Talk. It's the Matt McNeil Show for your Thursday. Matt and Patrick here today, kind enough to join us to start off the show with the Supreme Court. <laughs> I think the official term for it. Cliff Schechter is kind enough to join us today. The Blue Amp channel on YouTube is sensational. Do you want to be smarter? Well, then go watch Cliff's videos there. They're absolutely fantastic. Uh, the Blue Amp channel, which is uh, YouTube backslash C Schechter. You'll find it there. I'll link to all this a little bit later on. Hey, Cliff, how are you, my friend? I'm doing well, man. How are you doing? I'm doing. I'm doing well, my friend. Uh, the the I did. How much of the? Well, we didn't watch it, but you heard some of it uh, of the Supreme Court hearing on Trump's appeal of the Colorado ballot removal. Did you catch most of that? I caught some of it. I actually was 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 lucky, you know doing another show that sounds so obnoxious, but a friend of mine <laughs> show that I was on, so I I didn't hear all of it. I want to get you guys together at some point. Tony Michaels, he swears a lot. It'll be fun. Okay, uh, <laughs> you should probably go on his show. It's just on on YouTube. In any case, um, he <laughs> he's from Missouri too, so he's like us from the the, the greater middle part of the country. And um, but I you know I think I can quote. Uh, a friend of mine and somebody you're probably familiar, you may know him too. In fact, Norm Ornstein, brilliant sort of uh, scholar of yeah. Congress, who I believe his quote was, Neil Gorsuch is a pompous arse. Well, he didn't say arse, but I don't know if I can say the other words, so I'll say that. Um, and uh, I mean, this was, you know, like, yeah, I listen. Yeah, I pay attention. But I mean, if I watched the... You, if I watched the old Washington uh, generals, I knew they weren't going to win. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it, it doesn't matter what the law is. The law, I'm not a lawyer, but I think I understand Section 3, you know, Article 3, you know, or, or Section 3, whatever, of the 40th Amendment quite well, which is, it, it's pretty simple. I mean, insurrection, you're leading leading a, a coup. You're leading a, a, a the charge in a battle against your country. The founders thought about, I mean, you know, thought about this early on later after the Civil War when we had an actual, you know, I don't know, Civil War, Revolution. <laughs> it, it made sense to pass it. Sorry, my phone just went off. Um, and so the, the fact of the matter is, is that we've had these Shays Rebellion, Whiskey Rebellion, yeah. all these things in our, in our past. And if you took part in these kinds of episodes, a number of senators, five, six, were, were expelled from uh, the Senate for refusing to accept Abraham Lincoln as president when he was elected. I mean, these are just, th this is the way a country that's a democracy operates. So I know by the law, there's no way Donald Trump should be on the ballot. Yeah. But I will say two things quickly. Sure. One is, honestly, I want him on the ballot because I want to destroy the stain of Trumpism. I feel it's necessary if we are going to get past this as a country that he not just lose, but we destroy him. We win those 43% of Nikki Haley voters who said that they would not vote for Trump. And people like that. And, and you know, so that's one. Uh, two is, <laughs> I mean, the Supreme Court's hilarious. I mean, would oh. you look at these six people and ever believe this? the collection of people there? Uh, Alito, they're taking free flights. You know, Thomas, who basically lives off of billionaire, uh, the kindness of strangers or friends, if you will. I mean, you know, Brett Kavanaugh, who is everybody's favorite blackout drunk in college. I mean, who who on this of this group of esteemed scholars uh, and and, uh, and otherwise bribed people, would you think, would, would actually give one damn about the law? I don't believe for a second any of them do. So it's it's predetermined. Well, I have no, 
I have no sort of doubt. I know what they're going to do. The one of the things we should not also skip past the point that the design is that the states decide who's on their ballots. That's why we don't have federal elections. We basically have 50 yep. separate elections and then we pick from that. And that's how it's decided. Uh, that's the Electoral College. And that's kind of a basic tenant of the elections. And they kind of they kind of want to just skip past that point. And that's not a little point to skip past. I mean, if they rule for Trump, we're kind of started down a, a path to the federalization of the, the, the election, which some people even on the left would might be OK. That's we probably need to do that. But it, it is a change from how we have done things, because right now the law is on Colorado and Maine side that basically they, they don't want someone on the ballot. They don't have to. And you brought up Lincoln. The, all the southern states did not even have Lincoln on the ballot. I think maybe one did had Lincoln on the ballot, but they didn't even have Lincoln on the ballot back then. So you can't I mean, this is not exactly new. This is something that's happened before. Well, and, and again, your analysis, I think, is mostly correct, but I do think you're you're forgetting one important thing, and you're forgetting it for a good reason. You're forgetting the, the that beautiful, brilliant Bush v. Gore decision where yes. they're like, no precedent. It doesn't count. It's just this time. Never use it again. I mean, <laughs> you know, what, what did they do with Bush v. Gore? They overturned. If Florida had kept counting those votes, as we now know, as the Florida Supreme Court ruled they should be able to, Gore would have won the election. I mean, by t at least 20,000 plus votes because those analyses were done by newspapers later on. They shut it down. They shut it down on equal right. I mean, this court, Scalia, deciding in favor of equal, that Bush's equal rights were being, were being uh, violated. I mean, that was the cherry on the Sunday of what a joke it was. It was a so they've been making these decisions now. I mean, they're always like states' rights, except for when we say it's not. States' rights, except for when we can ban abortion nationally. States' rights, except for when we can tell you that everybody has the right to concealed carry, even though that doesn't say it in the Constitution. States' rights, except for we can ban gay marriage nationally. They're just a bunch of hypocritical liars. They're full of crap. You know, they're full of more crap than a barn house. They're not honest people. So there's no reason to believe that anything they say. They don't believe in. There are actual conservatives who do believe that we should have some state and local rights. And there are good reasons for that at times that people on the more local level understand certain issues better. Of course, the South abused that to say they understood the issues of whether humans should be free uh, better. And we so the federal government has stepped in also because it's had to at times, because it had yeah. to in Little Rock, Arkansas for a high school, and it had to in, in Alabama, you know, for the University of Alabama. I mean, we've had to do this. So, I mean, that that isn't the tyranny here. The tyranny here is this group of six jokers who are in the bag already bought off by billionaires uh, are, are, are going to decide in favor of Trump because they were always going to decide in favor of Trump. The best moment today, hands down. Now, you mentioned Justice R.V., in Clarence Thomas. I, I'll go with Justice Five Star, uh, which is Alito. And Alito literally pulling, well, uh, literally having, to, you've seen Ghostbusters too, where Bill Murray on the stand has to start telling Rick Moranis's lawyer what to say. And there literally was a moment today where Alito's like, well, what you really meant to say was this, right? And right. like, oh my God. Because we're below Alina Haba level now. <laughs> yeah, like we're is. no longer even, I think we were at single A. We're now in the independent league. I, I don't know where the hell we are. From, I mean, <laughs> like, you know, I'm super, soon their lawyers will be a couple kids they find at a local kindergarten. They'll give them crayons and they'll scribble on the floor what they think Trump's argument should be. Uh, he won't pay them either, by the way, just like the rest of us. <laughs> oh, them. yeah. But I, I mean, again, you know, we're this is the Supreme Court. Everybody forgets this. And they want, you know, they sit here 
And, and rightfully, Trump has opened a Pandora's box. He's brought out the worst in everybody. You, of course, said it best. We put that on my YouTube channel. If you played it here in your 40-minute rant on what Trump has done. And he's, he's brought together the collection of the worst people so that you have to be terrible when you run as a Republican to be elected. Well, you yeah. know what? You have to be terrible when you're a Republican judge for them to keep you there. Otherwise, they'll find a way to kick you off. I mean, they remember when they, they started an impeach David Souter movement, a guy that was a Republican put on by George H.W. Bush? Uh, that, I mean, they're crazy. And again, Trump may have opened the Pandora's box. He may have made it worse. But before he ever got there in 2014, 15, Mitch McConnell would not allow us to, to replace Scalia when he died a full year before an election. Before that, there was the Tea Party movement. Before that, there was Sarah Palin. You know, before that, Newt Gingrich took over from Bob Michael, this moderate, reasonable Republican from Illinois, to head the House. And I think, to me, that's patient zero of where the clown show all began. Mm -hmm. And not just right-wingers, but right-wing grifters, religious nuts, liars, you know, greed hounds, and all of them took over the Republican Party. It's just been getting worse and worse as that group has grown. And they've chased out the last few remaining sort of decent people, or at least people with any moral compass. I'm not a big fan of, at all or even a fan of Mitt Romney's, but I'll admit when he does the right thing, he certainly stood up and had courage that first impeachment when no other Republicans would. But guess what? He's gone now. He's yeah. leaving. You know, and, I mean, not now, but he will be in six, nine months or whatever. I mean, they, there's no decency left among them. So why would the Supreme Court, who's bought off by a group of billionaires, who's bought off by a Texas billionaire who literally keeps a signed copy of Mein Kampf by his bed, I mean, why would would they come to a decision that, that Trump is not able to be on the ballot? Like, I will, I don't know. Should I say it? I think I'll jump off my roof here if they decide in favor uh, uh, against Trump. That's well, how sure I am. We'll make sure it's a big snowfall day. We'll make sure okay. that's yeah, Sounds fair. Thomas did not recuse himself. He clearly should have. All right, I'm actually going to surprise you a little bit. There was one argument, at least one path it seemed like the Supreme Court justices were going down and why... A lot of people, Sotomayor was the one that I think they think is definitely going to be, no, Trump needs to stay off. But I think the other eight might go and keep Trump on the ballot for this one reason. They just don't want to every election cycle have to deal with 500 cases because and I, I think the implication was this is not so much, you know, um, a, a, you know, a case of Colorado or Maine. But it's Texas, it's Mississippi, it's Alabama, right. where the Democrats are going to put in their paperwork and they're going to say, you're an insurrectionist, you're off the ballot. And and that's and then it's going to have to be a lawsuit that goes up there every time. You know, very specifically, they didn't really talk that much about whether Trump was an insurrectionist. And I think that they're going to steer clear of trying to make any kind of uh, definitive statement about what happened on January 6th in regards to Trump. But I think what they're saying is that if we set this precedent you know, for at least for them, the Supreme Court, it's going to be a case where at least for the next 20 years, every election cycle, there's maybe 500 cases of, you know, does this person go on the ballot? Does this person go on the ballot? And I mean, I think that they're trying to stem this off before it becomes more work than they can handle. Well, look, I respect where you're coming from on this, but mm. my, my feeling is this is what the right does. And essentially it, what the right does in the end uh, is they win by threats and intimidation I mean, you know, I mean, this is extortion. I mean, that's in the end what it is. So because we know that they're going to, to, to you know, sign 500 baseless lawsuits, I mean, maybe the response to that should be if anybody who brings a baseless lawsuit should be fined. 
and any lawyer willing to do it should lose their law license. Yeah. Maybe that's a way to solve it. Maybe another way to solve all of this is to do what we should do anyhow, beyond the fact that they've they've packed this court full of right wing trolls and, and realize that we haven't added to the Supreme Court in something like 150 years. And the country has grown like eight, nine, 10 times uh, its size since then. So they accept less than 1% of the cases. So beyond even liberal and conservative politics, like they can't do the job. There shouldn't be nine justices. If there are nine justices and there are 30 or 40 million people in the country, there should, I mean, I've heard people say there should be 13. There really should be like 21, maybe more. And there should be, I mean, there should be a panel of a group of justices so they can take on enough cases so we can deal with this, but that doesn't have anything to do with this. Yeah. I mean, again, I, uh, last thing I'll, oh, we got to go to the break. When I come on back, we'll, I'll let you finish that. And we'll talk a little bit about the rest of the chaos the GOP has been through for this week. Cliff Schechter, kind enough to join us today. The Blue Amp channel on YouTube. Let's take a break. Come on back. It's the Matt McNeil Show. It's the Matt McNeil Show on your Thursday. Cliff Schechter, kind enough to join us this half hour to talk about uh, politics and uh, things going on. I'll let you finish. What were you? Uh, what were your point was making here before we went to the break? There. Gee, I'm not even sure I remember. Um, I think I, I think I was pretty worked <laughs> up about the Supreme Court. Um, Republicans and, and suck. Okay, I think we got a, we got a, we got a, our, our main issue. What'd you say? I'm sorry. Uh, Republicans suck. <laughs> Republicans suck. Uh, they, they don't believe in democracy. They don't adhere to democracy. I think the, the point I was making overall is if we in any way, we often will sort of endorse the idea of we can't do this because it sets a bad precedent because we know they're going to misbehave. And that's like sitting there and letting and saying, well, we shouldn't arrest that guy for, for robbing the liquor store because it, it may piss him off. You know, and then he may do it again. Uh, the Republicans are always going to do this stuff again. And so all 500 of, you know, cases they bring, well, you know, find a way to deal with that. Add to the Supreme Court. Add the number of, of staffers that you have there that have to go through this crap and punish people that bring yeah. frivolous, you know, lawsuits. I mean, I, you know, you can't sort of. And again, this is where a lot of Democrats have changed. A lot of Democrats have gotten more in a fighting stance, the new newer generation. And I'm so happy to see it. Yeah. And the Biden campaign is doing a great job of it. But still, Sotomayor, Katanji Brown Jackson sometimes will do it too, which is good. Those two. But some of the others on, you know, on the court, I mean, you know, Kagan, I like, but is often like, oh, we don't want to cause too much trouble. Seems to be her stance. That was Breyer's stance. Yeah. yeah. If the other side are cheating, you do want to cause trouble. I'm sorry. But friendships don't come before democracy. It's just that simple. Nuance has no place there. You have to, you, you, you know, we're, we're looking for decisiveness and that's the, the key. Uh, should we get one of those fruit baskets for uh, Speaker Johnson? Because boy, he's had a, he's had a rough week. <laughs> oh, I put together the most fun video at my channel that I just so enjoyed doing all about, <laughs> it should have just been called, hello, Mike, it's me, God, or you know, something <laughs> of that nature. But I did actually go into how, how, you know, and again, this isn't to insult people who believe in reasonable, meditating, believing in a higher power religion, mm -hmm. or people that think that God is telling them they're Moses. I, I have news for you. Like if the guy said that aliens told him he was Moses, we probably would put him in a sanitarium. Uh, but somehow he says it's God who's talking to him. And if God was talking to him, 
wow, I think God punked him is, would, would be my answer because he didn't part the Red Sea. He did part the Republican caucus, though. That was nicely done. And uh, they lost. And, he, and then he lost on the Israel bill. I mean, you do know that he lost more bills in one night than Nancy Pelosi did in the whole last term? Wow. <laughs> he's, I, mean, uh, I didn't realize Moses looked at his son's porn history. Anyway, uh, I just... No, I, I, Moses, <laughs> it's, it's little known, and it was made out of stone, and I think they had to use an abacus or something, but he had a porn monitor on his son's <laughs> tablet, and it really was an actual tablet. Oh, um, so that, I mean, that's what I mean. How do you even talk about these people? The other day, Marjorie Taylor Greene is talking about, and she's talking about, well, we can't let the, the you know, the people into our porches of entry. We have porches of entry now. We don't have ports of entry. They're porches where apparently you sit down, you get in a rocking chair, and then you you, you come into the country. I, I mean, how do you deal with morons like this, with religious zealots and idiots and and you know, Karens like her? I mean, I, I just the, the 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 people they're not sending us their best, Matt. They're just not. Well, and it's it's one of those things. It's Trump is the the catalyst, as I mentioned on that video. It's, it's Trump is the catalyst here. Yes. And as long as he can hold together this cohesive group of the deplorables, that th this is where they're at. The good news is is that the court did rule that the appeals court and that DC appeals ruling was pretty airtight. Yeah. No, you can't be the president of the United States and have absolute immunity. That's just you can't be in charge of the mm -hmm. laws and then basically be able to break them left and right. That's just they not come, They'd not come to that decision that we should just give up on democracy. <laughs> yes, I, mean, I agree. Just, I mean, I, you see, the thing is, and you were 100% right in that video, did it? but as I was trying to say with Gingrich and Palin and these people that along the way, you know, if you've got a strong immune system, you, you're, you're going to be okay against a lot of viruses. But if for 30 years that immune system has been weakened by one con man and woman after another, one self-enriching, you know, one religious zealot, one, you know, complete crackpot. I mean, they had somebody on TV as early as 2010 having to tell us that she wasn't really, didn't really think she was a witch. Do you remember that? Yes. I mean, this has been going on for a while now. This, I mean, and and they've been getting stupider and stupider and more zealous about their, their insane religion. Uh, you know, they, they spend their time attacking extremists uh, in the Muslim religion, and somehow they don't see the, the, the similarity of the rights of women and other things that they want to take away that the people they're attacking want to take away, right? Uh, I mean, I, I just, I, I've just, uh, you know, what do you say? I, I don't, I mean, I, I kind of run out of, it's the same words over and over again. I have to find new metaphors for the word stupid to describe these people. They, they, they can't run the house. They're, they're clearly ill-equipped to, to, I mean, I, I don't know that that most of them, you know, could handle a Cinnabon like, uh, you know, our good friend Saul did. I don't know. If you didn't watch Better Call Saul, you may not get that one. But, you know, it, I mean, the, they're going to run the, the House of Representatives. They don't know what the hell they're doing. They don't know what they believe in. They know what they're against, which is everything they're jealous of, everything they resent, you know, anything modern, essentially, um, which means not white, straight, male. I mean, they're, they're against everything, but they don't have a program. They have a set of policies, and then guess what? They demand these changes on what we do around the border. Democrats, for like the fifth time in the last 15 years, met with them, came up with a bipartisan proposal, just like they've done so many times in the past, and like so many times in the past, Republicans couldn't take yes for an answer because that's who they are. Yeah, the and and you see the 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 downfall of even guys like McConnell who were 
you know, 20 years ago, one of the more, one of the more far right guys there. And now he's not nearly far right enough. What was it? One no. of the senators said he would, he wanted to kick him like a dog yesterday or today. Today was, was from the tennis. Thing to be saying about other senators. Yeah. Right? Cause that doesn't what are you doing? violence. I mean, that's the thing. I don't know who said that, but I could probably guess. Tills. I, I, I think Till was it with the guy from Tennessee. Who's that? Senator. Uh, the, the, Tillis. I don't even remember the guy's name. There's yeah. Marsha Blackburn and that other idiot was elected more recently. The guy, I can't remember who it is, but, but that's a classic example, right? Because they had Lamar Alexander who again became like our Senator here, Rob Portman was somebody who was moderate ish and became an absolute coward when it came to Trump refused to impeach, refused to, to do anything, enabled all the worst people. But Lamar Alexander, you could say at least had some decency somewhere to him. And then he gets he gets replaced by this complete idiot. And that's been the story, right? I mean, who do we think is going to replace Mitt Romney from Utah? Somebody a lot closer to Mike Lee. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's what we're getting. You know, I mean, it just is a it's a it's just a continual spiral downward. Uh, and so, I, I mean, I really hope enough of American people look at all of this. And again, some of those numbers, those exit polls, which are the only kind I trust anymore because they're actual humans who are walking out from having voted you know, who said things like that, 43% who said they would have Nikki Haley voters who said they'd vote for Biden over Trump, like the one third who said they wouldn't, of Republicans who said they wouldn't vote for Trump if he ended up being convicted, which I promise you he will of at least one thing. Well, then, you know, maybe we'll, we, we, there'll be such an overwhelming butt kicking like we had in the 1930s and the 1860s in these past periods of time when the nuts have sort of, you know, the, the barbarians have gotten to the gate and we needed a complete reset yeah. by kicking them all out. Well, that's where we are, and and that's indeed where we are. And we, it, yeah, we definitely need to clean out this mess. And that's it is getting worse and worse. And until until we, as you said at the beginning, knock Trump down, this is going to go on. So we got to do that this year. Cliff Schechter, once again, the Blue Amp YouTube channel. Cliff, my show's better with you on it. Thank you much, sir. Thanks, buddy. Always a pleasure. Take a break. Come back. It's the Matt McNeil Show. Yeah.